Welcome to Startup to Stellar, the podcast that teaches entrepreneurs just like you how to lead with your unique strengths and create epic results with your lean team. If you're ready to do more of your genius work while building an inspired workplace where people and profits can soar, you're in the right place. I'm your host, executive leadership coach and Gallup certified strengths practitioner, LaTondra Murray. I'm thrilled that you're joining me. Let's do this. Hey there, welcome to the first episode of the Startup to Stellar podcast. I'm so excited to begin this conversation with you. I'm truly eager to connect and collectively redefine the what, how, and why of leadership for women entrepreneurs. Now, one thing you should know about me, I love data in all forms. So as we move forward this season, I will share resources, statistics, any information that I think will be relevant, consumable, and applicable for you as an entrepreneur. Part of my mission as a leadership coach is really to help business owners use their strengths to lead. And so one other thing I can say is that questions are truly my love language as a coach, and you will find plenty of questions for your consideration in the episodes that I share going forward. I think that when we talk about showing up as our whole selves, women in particular can often struggle with that approach. So what do I mean when I say strengths and leading with your strengths? What do I mean by that? By strengths, I mean your organic gifts, the things you do well without even thinking about it much. In fact, you may not even recognize your talents as strengths. You may just think of them as, oh, well, that's something I've always done, or that's just something that comes naturally to me, but that's no big deal. You may not even honor your natural gifts as a strength. So, you know, when I talk about organic gifts. I'm really talking about the behaviors that are like blinking and breathing for you. You do them effortlessly, almost autonomically. So as a certified strengths coach, I've worked with the Clifton Strengths Assessment for almost a decade, and I am obsessed. Obsessed is really the right word with the concept of natural talent. I've served more than a thousand clients at this point, many of them entrepreneurs, and I know the value of leading your business your way on your terms. And I personally know how powerful it was for me to shift into leading my business through the lens of my strengths. No one can do what you do the way you do it, period, point blank, end of statement. My wildest dream is for you to be 110% empowered by your own unique approach to leadership. So a couple of foundational things. I think in general, it's important to note that leadership is different from management. I think the two are often conflated and confused. Leaders don't always manage, and managers don't always lead. Effective entrepreneurs, however, need to be able to do both. So in short, leadership is about motivating others to invest in your vision to make it a reality. Think inspiration. Management is about directing others to meet specific goals. Think preparation. In my experience, some entrepreneurs are more concerned with the mechanics of management and set leadership aside until they're almost forced to address it. And I don't want that for you. 
Hey there. If you're enjoying Startup to Stellar, be sure to rate, review, follow, and share. I also invite you to check out my CEO-style quiz at startuptostellar.co slash quiz. In just three minutes, you can learn how to use your distinct approach to leadership for more impact, influence, and income. That's startuptostellar.co slash quiz. Okay, now back to the show. There are many elements that can contribute to an entrepreneur's success. Creative ideas, compelling messages, resilience, resourcefulness, supportive networks, an incredible amount of self-efficacy, a growth mindset, just to name a few. I also think that understanding your strengths is just a key part of developing as a leader. Your strengths can reveal your unique leadership style how you want to show up as a thought leader in your industry, how you can differentiate the value you provide, what will fulfill you personally, who you want to bring into your business for support so that you can ultimately thrive in your zone of genius, all of that. Your talents can also enable you to develop innovative approaches that simply might not occur to someone else. In short, your talents are your tools. Let me say that again. Your talents are your tools. So leading with your strengths as only you can will also allow you to create a foundation rooted in ease. And who doesn't want more ease? Who among us does not want that? Humans love complexity. You know that's true. I think there's this thought that if something isn't hard, difficult, arduous, then it's not worthwhile. And I simply want us to reject that line of thinking. I want to encourage you to make use of something you already have on hand. You'll be able to create more impact, income, and influence by allowing what you naturally do best to shape what I like to call your CEO style. Now, when you lead with your strengths, you'll also have more confidence about how you can approach and resolve whatever comes up. You won't be compelled to engage in what I like to describe as leadership theater, taking on someone else's persona or feeling compelled to do what you think they would do simply because they're successful. You know, this idea of, oh, well, person X is doing this and they got it going on. So I guess I need to do that, too. There's more than one way to lead. There's absolutely more than one way to lead. To be clear, I'm not hating on the concept of best practices. I think it can be great to observe the collective and to find what resonates with you in terms of approach and strategy and tactics. But I'm simply saying, practice some of your own stuff too. Try the things that are in your wheelhouse and see what happens. Give yourself the credit. Know that you have strengths that can shine in a way that will serve you and your business. So exploring and refining your CEO style means releasing the distraction of what others are doing because you're willing to double down on yourself. You know that you can use your set of talents to get the desired results. So a couple of things may be coming up for you in this moment, and I want to make sure that we address them. So you might say, well, Latondra, I'll invest in leadership after I hire full-time employees, or I make X dollars in annual revenue, and maybe leadership is for later. And so the question that I would reflect back to you is, 
what could you gain by making your leadership development a priority now? You might say, Latondra, I'll experiment with leadership when I read all the resources I've collected. I know some of y'all have a stack of books by the side of your bed or on your desk, or you've got articles pinned on your laptop, or you've got information a little bit everywhere. I Look, I know that life. Or maybe you say, you know, oh, you know, I'll, I'll experiment with leadership, you know, once I've run my business for at least 24 months or whatever time frame may come to mind. And perhaps leadership requires more than you have to offer right now. Again, I would pose another question. What if you're ready to lead right now? And then finally, you might say, hey, Latondra, I'll let someone else lead because I don't really know what I'm good at, you know, at least not yet. Or I'm not sure that I can lead myself, let alone anyone else. And maybe leadership, you know, just doesn't look like you. You know, I have a question. The question for consideration is, what if leadership looks exactly like you as you are? So I want you to to think about those three questions, right? What could you gain by making your leadership development a priority now? What if you're ready to lead in this moment? What if leadership looks exactly like you as you are? What if you don't need anything else? So consider those questions. When do I think you should start exploring and cultivating your CEO style? My answer is now, right now. I don't care if you're building a business late night and on the weekends outside of your nine to five, or whether you're working full time in your business as a solopreneur, or even if you're an established business owner with several dedicated employees, I simply don't care. Now is the time to begin the investment in who you are and how you will show up in the world as a leader. So I think it's pretty interesting. There are, according to current stats at the time of this recording, approximately 85% of women-owned businesses in the U.S. have 10 employees or fewer. 10 employees or fewer. And so if you're wondering why I have a focus on lean teams, it's because the majority of women entrepreneurs are working with lean teams, 10 or less. So to dig into that 85% stat, 19% of women-owned businesses have between 6 and 10 employees. 46% of women-owned businesses have between 2 and 5 employees. And 20% of women-owned businesses are solo. They're business owners who are working on their own. And so there's not really a time to wait to become a great leader. Start on day one. Practice so that as you move forward, as you do hire, and that's whether you're hiring contractors or other service providers or full-time employees at a point, there's always room to practice and to leverage your leadership. And so there's no need to wait. There's no need to wait. You don't need to wait until. There's no gate that you need to pass through before you at least begin thinking about who you are as a leader and to practice those skills. Most of us have an image in mind when we think about entrepreneurial leadership. Some will insist that effective business leaders have specific traits, knowledge, or experiences. If we don't see ourselves in these narratives, literally or figuratively, we may think that we can't be successful. Or if we do succeed, 
We can only do so if we walk in the footsteps of others, literally replicating exactly what they've done in terms of approach and abandoning our own thoughts, ideas, perspectives at the expense of feeling misaligned or disingenuous. I can't tell you how many times I've talked with business owners who say, I can't build a thriving business because I don't have the charisma or aesthetic or focus that that person has. I don't have what she has. I don't have what he has. I don't have what they have. And so, you know, again, it's funny. I really look at it as a form of strengths envy. It's this idea of lamenting what one doesn't have in your personal toolkit. And again, I'm always going to ask a question. What if you can use what you've got to create the outcomes you want? I think this is the single most powerful question to consider as an entrepreneur. What if I can get the results that I'm after with what I have in my toolkit? And I would submit just based on all of my experience and all of my work as a leadership coach and as a strengths practitioner, you can absolutely get to where you want to go with what you've got. I believe it to my core. I know it to be fact. Authentic leadership is ultimately about showing up as yourself and encouraging others around you to do the same. When you embrace the fact that leadership looks just like you, you begin to send more encouraging messages about what's possible to yourself as well as to the others around you. Think your team if you have one, your clients, others in your field, and so forth. Your willingness to lead your way can also help to create a culture that recognizes and celebrates strengths in general. People like to work on teams that value their experience and make note of what they enjoy and position them to do more of what they do well. If you truly want to attract and retain great team members, think about how you can curate an environment that centers and really honors strengths. So here are a couple of action steps that you can take if you want to learn more about how a strengths-based approach to leadership can help you as an entrepreneur. Number one. Get clear about your talents and what lights you up. There are several assessments that can be a great starting point. My favorite is, of course, the Clifton Strengths Assessment from Gallup, but the Colby, the Fascination Advantage, DISC, and the VIA survey can all provide you with a personalized insight that you can apply in your business. What do you do best? Step two think about the behaviors and talents that have helped you succeed in the past. What evidence do you have of your leadership and action? And look, I'm just going to say it. If you think long enough, if you think hard enough, you always have evidence. There is always something that you can unpack, deconstruct, break down, and then use as a case study to extract examples of your leadership in action, your strengths really in action. And then step three, consider what's holding you back if you haven't embraced your role as a leader to date. What do you truly need to step into leadership? And are you waiting for a sign, a progression, permission really to step into leadership? This is an important question to consider because in many cases, entrepreneurs are gating themselves. You may be gating yourself for no good reason other than just a lack of experience or a lack of perspective around what it's going to take 
to become the most effective leader that you can be. I want to encourage you to reflect on at least one of these coaching questions. So I'll repeat them. What do you do best? What evidence do you have of your leadership in action? What do you truly need to step into leadership? Make the time to write down your answers. It will only require a few minutes of your time. And I'm confident that you'll gain some great ahas to take forward. Entrepreneurial leadership requires experimentation, examination, and evolution. You already have what it takes to go from good to great, I promise you. No more waiting. Let's get in the work. Let's step out into our leadership. Let's get clear on our CEO style and to begin to play with it and to evolve it and to apply it. The sooner you start up, the sooner you'll reach Stellar. Thanks for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Startup to Stellar. If you did, please remember to rate, review, follow, and share. For the show notes and other helpful resources, head over to startuptostellar.co slash podcast. I'm Latondra Murray. Join me again next time on Startup to Stellar, where amazing leadership looks like you. Thank you.